You want to tell me your idea? Should we go to a different channel? Does it matter? Uh, no. Um, I think I'm just I'm gonna do a barbarian or a fighter. I think, I, but I want to be an orc. Oh, okay. Half orc. Half orc. Yeah. Which in this world, half orc just means you ran away from orc life, but were raised as an orc. So I just use that class as half orc. Yeah, I think that's the only orc thing available in the book. And but yeah, you, you understand that it has like in our world, it has some different implications. Sure, absolutely. Yep. He's he's just a dude who's been. It's like a cult, another cult, but it's like hardcore with the ear cutting and stuff. Uh, and it's very tribal and also very magical. And um, usually in the mat orcs are usually in the mountains. Elves are like the the river version of orcs. Yeah, I'm thinking this guy's like a grizzled guy who got out in his teens, so he's got the baggage, but he's pretty um like adjusted. He's adjusted. You know, he's an outcast for sure, but he's, you know, adjusted. He's a mercenary. Cool. Are you going to go half work as a class? Sure, that's fine. And or are you going to go bar you could do barbarian as a class and half work as a race. Uh, I haven't really looked at either to make a decision so i'll just be i'll just do half work and it's is it, it's a, i'm assuming it's a melee type thing half work usually is yeah i think yeah the class is just i mean you might have like one or two less powers if you go that way you oh i'll go barbarian then you don't get the barbarian powers you get the half work powers which are actually half works are somewhat sneaky as well which barbarians are also a little bit sneaky in old dnd um Half works as a class get backstab. They can use all types of weapons and chainmail and shields. They have infravision. They have difficulty gaining the trust of human retainers. And then they have a bunch of thieving skills hide in shadows, move silently, pickpockets. If you use advanced character creation and you do half work as a race, you get. I mean that's probably more. I don't know. It's mixed. You get a yeah, just... you get a negative to charisma, negative two to charisma, plus one to con, plus one to strength. Oh, I'm doing that. Um, and you get infravision. You don't get any of the other half orc stuff. You don't get like the sneaky skills. You don't get the backstab ability, and you don't get the combat ability. But barbarian's gonna make up for some of that. Yeah, that works for me. Okay, cool. And barbarian. Let's see what it gets just loosely, quickly. Gets Agile Fighting. That you get at a later level. If you have Saja's character sheet, she's a barbarian. You get Climb Sheer Surfaces, Hide in Undergrowth, and Move Silently. They get the same thing as Half Orc as far as all types of weapons, leather armor, chainmail, and shields. They get a Cure Poison thing. They're scared of magic. They can forge and hunt. They can strike invulnerable monsters at a certain level. Yeah. So real quick, before you get too much into building your sheet, let's talk about how we're going to get you back into this dungeon really quickly. And this actually, let's jump into... I'm going to move you into Whispers, Andy. 
Okay. Okay, so my idea was that it has now been, let me check the time. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. It's been almost an hour since you guys started adventuring this morning and then like, you know, the six hours of camping. So it's been like seven hours or so. Alex went out and told the prince that you all died. Okay. <laughs> he just immediately was like, uh, I'm not a coward. Like, I'm a lone survivor. Like, I've watched them all perish. I fought to my teeth and barely escaped with my life. Um, the prince is pissed, but not pissed enough to, like, cut off Alex's head. But he is like, I don't know why I'm wasting my time with dream readers. This is a job for a warrior. And he's like, um, to his little manservant. What was his name? Uh, God, I can never remember the fucking names. Ardalan. He's like, Ardalan. Go and find me the mightiest warrior in the town square. Offer him a hundred gold. Let's finish this job today. Sneak him down into the roots of the tree. Don't let anyone see you. And tell him to discover the fate of those that I've sent before him. And that's how they find you. Like, they literally just go find you in the square and are, like, yelling, like... It's like a little royal servant being like, Looking for a warrior, like, directly from the prince, I have a decree. He's willing to pay. Awesome. Okay, so this dude... Okay, I'm good. So That worked. That's your backstory. And then I'm basically just going to have you come in behind them. Uh, you know what I mean? Sweet. Maybe even sneak up on them, since you have the move silently skill. Yeah, that'd be great. At a pretty high chance, uh, actually, at first level, 20% chance. So I'm just going to go ahead and auto-succeed you on that and say you sneak up behind them. Okay. And I'll probably have that happen right when they decide to go into their next room, whether they decide to go south through the door or down the staircase. Um, uh, do, do, do you want to prompt me, or you should we just like say something? In a vo I've got a voice ready, so... Um, let them take, like, one more dungeon turn. So, like I said, if they... Uh, I'll, I'll just give you, like, a whisper, like, you sneak up behind them. Okay, great. Kind of thing. Um, uh, sweet man, let me know if you need any help with your character sheet. Will do. I'll work on it this week. I feel pretty good for a, a short thing. Okay. Yeah, if, as long as you got your scores in there. I do. And did you adjust them for half-orcness? I did. And you should be good. Um... Available classes in max level. Oh, actually, Barbarian isn't available to half-orcs. I didn't notice that. I'll go ahead and say it is. Um, we'll say it's the same as Fighter. It makes sense. I can switch to Fighter, too. It's, just, it's the same difference. Well, Barbarians do get some sneaky skills that Fighters don't have, which I think... I don't know. This is just old school shit that is for Gary Gygax's world, like all these class limits. I'll say you, as a half orc, you can be a barbarian, and your max level is ten. Oh, I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna house rule that. Yes, in our world, okay. it makes a lot of sense that a half orc would be a barbarian. Okay, great. And the max level being ten. All right. Uh, I, I do, do need to roll hit die. It's 1d8. Yes. Uh, 
Okay. Also, if you want to look at, there's the equipment packages section. Uh, do they have packages in this? I thought they did. For like quick choosing. Nah, you have to buy equipment. Okay. I'll fiddle with it. You start with 3d6 times 10 if you want to roll your gold real fast. It would be nice to know just what armor and weapon you have right now. I have 120 gold. Nice. Any ideas? And I have a, I have a great axe. Okay. Two-handed. Let's see. Is there a great axe option? Battle axe. That's fine. Battle axe is fine. That's what. Yeah. So there's hand axe or battle axe. Battle axe being a two-handed, like a great axe. So. Cool. Is that one d10 or one d8? It is one d8. It has the slow quality and the two-handed quality so you can't use shield with it and as far as armor you want to do leather or chain mail uh chain okay so your ac is 14 so that gives me Five AC? Fourteen. We use the number in brackets. Oh, but what? So, okay. The chainmail is fourteen AC. Mm hmm. Let me see. Is your character sheet set on like the ascending armor class? I'm going to flip your character sheet to a different tab real fast. Sorry. Settings. Yeah. Okay. Should be good. Yeah. Fourteen AC. And then I'm trying to see, does that get a dex? Do you have a high dex? Uh, no. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay, got it. Sweet. My AC's now 13 because of that. It was... Okay, cool. Your AC's now 13 because of what? I was looking at my character's AC. I put chainmail on and uh oh you must have four. you must have a low dexterity huh yes okay yeah dexterity does affect your ac a six to eight in dexterity gives you a minus one ac gotcha okay cool i'm i'm ready sweet and you get your saving throws in there too you're all good sweet that was quick and yep. easy all right let's yep. jump i'll jump back over to voice chat i'll move, right on. move you in there All right, yeah, we're back. Hi. Hello. Um, since we were working on that, I am going to take, let's just take like another one minute here while I just grab another water. What did you guys talk about? Uh, we were pretty much silent. Uh. I just got back. I got... Two glasses of water. Double fisting. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get another beer, but then I was like, whatever. Get a bunch of water. I planned on not drinking, and then I had three stags. <laughs> oh, I had a uh, silent chuckle to myself uh, after seeing your HP roll. <laughs> 
Yeah, at least I get plus two, though, because I have really good con. Yeah. God damn it. At least it's not one. That's super unlucky, though. What? It's only one off the average. It'd be a 1d8, so it's a bad roll, but... I just want to live. I put fucking... I have like a 16 in con or something, or a 17 in con. Hey, con buddies. Yeah. So did I. Nice. But it didn't do me any good, because I died. Oh. <laughs> hey, Andy, roll your secondary skill. Don't forget. All right, I'll roll it. You look, we look at the thing. Yes. Did you guys see what mine was? I did not. Seafarer. Oh, nice. The brilliant dragons. Uh, Sam we, that was exactly the one we were talking about when we were going to roll, wasn't it? Was don't say you're a you can't say you're a sailor now. <laughs> yeah, and then that's what I got. It's meant to be. Okay, mine was fifty nine. Okay, I'm looking. Where's that at? The uh, sheet that has the table. Uh, it's just in the court rule book. I'm just uh, control effing. It is on page 25 of the OSC book, and you got a 59. You're a huntsman. But that's cool. Yeah. You're a huntsman, Harry. I think you were a jeweler maybe last time? You don't remember. Oh, Maddie says that Harry should have said back when he says you're a wizard, Harry. Harry should say, you're a Harry wizard. And I think that's really cute. It's <laughs> good. Did you see the video of her figuring out what a pool table was, Andy? I did. It was really funny. But my, it made me realize there was a problem with my phone, so I got into a rabbit hole after I attempted to watch it. You got your new phone? Yep. Dude, I'm calling people. I'm texting. I'm like a normal normal guy. <laughs> computer nerd, huh? I got a couple computer problems I want to put you on. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you drop it in? I was in my kayak and I was stretching my legs and like I thought I felt something fall out of my pocket and I was like, did something fall out of my pocket? And I'm like, I don't think so. I'm like, it would have landed in the kayak. And then I was like I didn't hear anything hit the water, but I'm like, my phone was in that pocket and I'm touching all my pockets, like checking everything in the boat. Get on shore real quick, just go to shore check. And I'm like, that was my fucking phone. Like, I have no phone. It must have just like slipped in so quietly for you to not hear a splash or anything. I know, dude. I'm s and honestly, if I had, re I was so sure I hadn't lost it that it just fallen into the kayak. That if I just stayed where I was, I had wait waiting boots on. I could have just jumped out of the kayak and just like probably grabbed it. But whatever, I need a new phone anyway. Matt has a couple pairs of pants. I feel like the pockets are just they just left slides right out of them. I mean, that is a problem with, like, slack-style pants with, like, the vertical pockets that are unlike jeans that have, like, horizontal pockets. I feel like tactical pants have that same problem, though. Like, they're a little too wide on the man's thigh. At least we got pockets, am I right? Yes. Hey. 
That wasn't a dig. That was a dig at women's clothing designers. My wedding dress had pockets, and it was awesome. Fuck yeah, that's cool. We love a pocket. I was lording men's pants over. I was I was being. I, I did. Doing, you were being a dick about it. I, I was being a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody ready? Let's go for a little longer. Yep. Ready. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you've watched your friend get blasted. You've pulled him over to the wall. You have a few ways to go here. Uh, it looks like the trap doesn't trigger so easily because he definitely landed the crystal right where, like, the statue and the altar are in the pool. Um, so you have a few things you could do. You could explore this room more. You could check out the hallway to the south, the door that Tiha opened. You can try the staircase on the north side of the room that goes down further. Or you can take your... Uh, Chances with the trap, try and get to the treasure. What does, uh... The... I'm just trying to think. When that explosion went off, mm -hmm. it was all around the chest as well, right? That's correct. Is the chest, like, attached to anything? It is not. It's just sitting on this altar, which when I say altar, I mean essentially uh, like a six foot by six foot circular stone pedestal with like ornate carvings rising up out of the water. It's just sitting on there and the treasure is actually overflowing out of the lip of the chest. It's open like onto the pedestal. The chest, however, is not like just some clunky wooden treasure chest. It is like a fucking stone coffer carved with royal symbols. Like, this is a funerary chest. It is made of stone. Okay. The explosion probably blew a few coins into the water as well. Luann breaks a piece of... Well, maybe not the crystal. Um, Something else that I have. What else do I have? Mm. I mean, there are roots dangling all over the room. Keep in mind, you don't see it on the map, but there is roots also dangling down from the ceiling, like some big thick ones, and kind of encapsulating the chest part way. Like something like this, like a pillar of roots coming out of the ceiling. Are they all the way through or just from that, like, could you Tarzan style your way over there? Well, there are roots dangling all over, but they're mostly, like, encasing the chest. More like a stalactite uh, of roots coming down. Okay. So no swinging from root to root to... How high was that that wire, that razor, or whatever it was? It's actually on the ground. It goes under the water. And I think at this point, you probably realize, since she's uncovered that wire, that the treasure spilled out onto the pedestal is probably meant to cover the wire where it runs across the pedestal. Mm -hmm. So the idea is it, it looks like from the way the lever is shaped, it whips up from below you and goes taut when you step over it. If that makes sense. Kind of like the beginning of that movie Ghost Ship. If anyone knows what I'm talking about. I do not. I don't. They like 
have this razor string that they like pull tight and it like whips across the whole ship and cuts everyone in half. It's crazy. Oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> the movie's okay. terrible, but the first ten minutes are nuts. Hmm, so maybe we shouldn't all die in one place. <laughs> um I guess my vote would be for either the staircase or the other way. Anybody have a, a strong opinion? What came out of that door already? Nothing? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was just quiet down there. Okay. Quiet. quiet. I'm fine with the stairs being last. No noise. Okay. Well then let's let's check the quiet hallway. <laughs> Luann no longer um, pushes to the front <laughs> after Benjamin. Excuse me. All right, so you guys want to check the hallway instead? Yeah. All right, so this hallway is pretty thin. It's only wide enough for you to walk, like, two abreast. So who is our front two? Tiha with a torch and Alvaro? Uh, yeah, I can go up there. Sorry, Tiha, did you say yes as well? Yeah, that's fine. And then who's in our second rank? Uh, Benjamin's not with us. So we'll just go in. You guys just go in box formation, like Isla and Luann in the back row and Tiha and Alvaro in the front row. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you come to a kind of trapezoidal, is that the word I'm looking for? Shaped room. That works. <laughs> we'll roll with it. <laughs> it is a trapezoid. I mean, all shapes are trapezoids, so. And in this room, there are uh, lots more tree roots coming down. It's, like, pretty thick with them. And along kind of the wall opposite you are three giant stone sarcophagi. Lining the wall like so. Are they closed? They all seem to be closed. Crystal clusters have encased some of them. The crystal clusters are extra large in here. Um, and the leftmost one to your right, looking at this map, it would be the leftmost though. It has roots that have shattered a crack in the coffin lid. And you can see are growing down into the coffin into whatever corpse is in there. But apparently not enough to have animated it or opened the lid enough for it to get out yet. Hold on, let me roll, see what else might be in here real fast. Two seconds.
Maybe this is just where they store the extra ones. Somebody's certainly up to something. Yeah, my vote would be to literally reverse backwards into the hedge like Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not much else in here. Um, a bunch of like burial shrouds and ancient tapestries that are so old they're like crumbling up on the walls. Um, and, you know, just that faint kind of rotting smell maybe from the coffin that's cracked open. But it's just a small crack. Like it wouldn't be big enough for a zombie to crawl out of yet. Just big enough for the roots to be growing down into the coffin, into the leftmost one. How thick is, like, the root that's coming down into the coffin? Uh, like the size of your forearm. You think you should cut it off so it can't infect it? Yes, cut. I agree. And there's also a bunch of crystals growing out of it almost encasing it whoever's going to do it avoid the crystals who's gonna do it who steps up to chop the uh... uh Tia doesn't have a chopping tool but he will see if he can bite through it <laughs> I got sharp teeth. Alright, yeah, you walk forward, Tiha, and you chomp through it. Does it taste good, Tiha? Tastes like Nazarite and wood. Most people do it through the nose. <laughs> you hear a voice echoing down <laughs> the hallway. Uh, <laughs> blocking the other end of the hallway from like where you came in, uh, down by the door, you see a very large-looking man. Why don't you describe, Andy, what uh, Tark looks like? Uh, Tark is uh, an orc, which orc in Ilmor means that his ears are cut, his nose is cut off. Um, he is probably in his mid-40s. Uh, he's wearing kind of like um, uh, chainmail, and he's kind of dressed like po almost like just like a junker or something. He's got all kinds of uh, you know mismatched armor he's wearing. And uh, he, over his shoulder, he carries a big battle axe. Um, and he's got his teeth are shaved down, too. So he's got all sharpened teeth. And he's got he's just completely covered in tattoos. And he's huge. I think you're all surprised at the size of this man because you didn't hear him at all. He was like a whisper until he decided to speak. What the ever-loving fuck? Oh, my God. Who are you? Name's Tark, and you lot are supposed to be dead. What do you mean? Uh, the little lordling ran upstairs 
say you all been slaughtered. And, uh, well, I'm here to pick up the paces. But it looks like the paces are still walking about. Oh, some of us. Hey, have you, you could have knocked. She's like to about to pass out, pale as you thought she was pale before. She's scared shitless being snuck up on like that. Yeah, I thought you lot with him uh, zombies running about. I don't trifle with such things. When I saw you were uh, living, braving, uh, on my, my appearance. So here I am, on the up and up. Did you see that uh, treasure chest in the room back there, by the way? Why, yes. Uh, would you like to assist us? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying uh, if we split it fair I'll be willing to do my part uh, have you tried throwing a Nazarite crystal at it? Uh, no uh, <laughs> uh, we do not think that We'll do it. Um, yeah, based on what we saw. So, uh, but it's great to have some muscle around finally. So, um, if you want, any other ideas? Can you reach it? Are you long enough? Am I long enough? To reach it. Are you long enough? I wasn't born yesterday. I know a trap when I see one. I'm not going to reach over there and grab it. But we could fiddle around with it, make it go off, and then I get a cut of the treasure, you all get a cut of the treasure, and we all go a merry way. Well, as long as we get our cut of the treasure, I don't see any problem with him tagging along. Right, and I will be escorting you out of a dungeon because... It's not my fault you survived. Uh, I'm still taking credit for your bodies, uh, dead or otherwise. Out? Are you heading straight out? Just where all the people are who will see everyone who leaves? I'm sorry, Julie, I couldn't hear you. You were quiet. Are you just heading straight out uh, to where everyone will see you? Straight out the door to where all the people are who will see everyone who comes out? <laughs> Me? Right now? No. Oh, you said escort us out. Yeah, I'll, I'll escort you out when the time comes after we've collected an appropriate amount of treasure uh, where my time has been compensated. Okay. And maybe there's like a back door you could find. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just... Uh, I'm not a decision maker in this process. I just follow. I take my share of the treasure. If something needs sliced in half, well, that's when Man Splitter comes in and he kind of slaps his axe into his palm. Well, I can tell you that it stinks in here, so we should move back on up the other way. 
All right. You guys want to head head back down the hall and out into the the cavern? Yeah. Did so, somebody already take the other goodberry off of uh, Benjamin? No. I don't think so. Um, okay. So Ti will go over there and grab it. Nice. All right. Grab Saja's headband as well. Hey, did you already split up what was on that fella over there in the corner? <laughs> you say this as Tiha is like picking things out of his bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll get more share. Fair is fair now. I was, I still warm. Benjamin, friend, burial later. So. <laughs> At this time, uh, you see someone fall out of the staircase to the north. Oh, no. It is pretty clearly... Uh, I'll put you here because this is where Benjamin's body is. Pretty clearly another zombie stumbles out and, like, falls because he's having trouble navigating the stairs and, like, falls out into the room. And behind him, a second one just climbs over him and walks out, still with crystals and everything else coming out of them, and the royal shrouds encompassing their bodies. Seems all the noise from the bottle rocket-like Nazarite explosion has attracted a few more from down in the basement. I think we may have found something to set off the trap. Great idea. Uh, Tark, maybe you could lure them into the trap. What, what, and what was your plan before I uh, showed up on my uh, white horse? Well, someone had a plan, but it didn't. It didn't work out. Right, and so now you will be the next one who it doesn't work out for. Uh, listen, I'm happy to be. Uh, a participant in whatever you lot come up with. But if you think I'm going to go out there and get my face eaten, whatever he thinks do. I mean, I'll do my part, but I'm not here just to get there, uh, you know, killed. Isla is around the corner uh, behind as much as she cannot be in. I, these guys do not want to be bait. Yeah, can we move? Like, I feel like they would, like, move the other direction away from the stairwell. She'll, like, turn to you, Anna, and be like, maybe we could just keep him talking and, until they get close enough that he doesn't have a choice. <laughs> well, I think if we... Why you're not an, why, how you're not a thinker? Well, maybe if we go on the other side here, they'll keep coming at us and they'll set it off. Good idea. That's using your head, Countess. I don't even know if I know your name yet, but... How do you know? I'm sure they said, here's who you're going to go get. I'm sure I heard it mentioned. You've heard of her. Yeah, I'm sure you heard something from my wonderful husband. Yeah, I heard you were dead. <laughs> Be hard for him to know. He was in there for about five seconds. All right, they're closing. They're closing in. The one that's still walking is closing in. The other one's kind of getting up behind him. 
Can we so, move? So we've stuff, like moved like she said? to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Let's lure these bad boys into the water. Absolutely. Uh, but we're gonna start an initiative order. We win. <laughs> Anyone casting spells? Nope. No. Nah. All right. Everyone can move if they're gonna move that direction. Who's baiting? <laughs> um, I can lead them towards the water. Uh, where they are, they're already moving towards us, right? Yeah. Whoops, let me do that. I thought if we all moved, then they would like not come at the wrong direction to whoever's still over here. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, they see you all as a group, so they're probably just gonna go for whoever's closest. Mhm. Mm so I think we probably all need to just shift over there. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tark and Alvaro can only move 20 feet at a time. Luann can move 30. Isla, you're just wearing cloth, right? Yeah. You can move Pretty 40. Split. So Luann, you could move to like here. Tark, you can go 5, 10, 15. You could like get to here. You guys like that I put a little dead Benjamin over there? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to go for him. Okay, the problem is, though, like, I feel like I'm, like, as close as Benjamin was. If that goes off again, we're all going to die. Well, I don't think they're going to throw Crystal into it. Yeah, that wasn't the trap that killed Benjamin. It was oh, yeah, the yeah, explosion yeah. of Crystal. It was my, it was my own decision. <laughs> I was like, we're going to die. <laughs> the consequences of his action. That's right. Okay, okay. You're right, you're right. Okay. Benjamin fucked around and, you know, found out. Full of ideas, that one. All right. Anyone doing ranged attacks? Nope. No. Um. Yeah, I was gonna hold, hold your hand. You gonna shoot? I guess we'll wait. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I kind of want to wait till they're closer. Yeah, they are in the darkness, which is gonna hurt your chances. They're not quite in your okay. in your torchlight there. All right, the zombies shamble forward. Oh my god. Let's see, what was their movement? 20? Yep. And sure enough, they aren't really uh, aware of the terrain. They just kind of stumble right into the, the pool of water dripping down from the tree roots and forming around the altar. It's not very deep. It's like, you know, belly button high. And sure enough, one of the zombies, like, climbs right up onto the altar. And right where the gold coins are scattered all across the, the tripwire. And nothing happens. All right, anybody want to declare spells now? Spells. No? Oh, I'm sorry, let me look one second. My mouse was being crazy. No um, I think I will... I mean, yeah, I think I'm gonna... I only have one, but I feel like... I feel like I should use it. Okay, wonderful. 
What spell are you declaring? And at oh. who? I'm gonna magic missile one of these assholes. All right, the closest or the furthest? Uh, the furthest. All right. Uh, so then movement. Anyone want to move? Let's start with Luann. You moving anywhere? Uh. Yeah. It's hard to go first on the movement because I don't know where everybody else is gonna end up. Okay, well, let's skip to Alvaro. He's got the most hit points. Alvaro, where are you planning on moving? I'm going to probably try to move around the front. Try to, um... We're going to keep them in the water, right? Yeah, they are kind of, like, down below you and would have, you know, they have to climb up out of there for sure. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to position myself on the edge of the shore and just ready to, you know, attack whatever's coming up. Okay, sounds good. Tark, are you going to do similar, or...? Yeah, I think Tark would be like, I'm not going to let you out with a fun pretty boy and walk up. And uh, Tark's kind of like spinning his axe and kind of getting more intense as he realizes that uh, shit's about to go down. Okay, I moved you back one because I kind of feel like you were in the water in that tile. Uh, Tiha, you're a bit of a fighter. Are you going to move up as well? Or just move in uh, like ranged position? I can't, you're muted, Scott. Oh, sorry. I was talking that whole time. Uh, yeah, he's going to move there and then get out his uh, his boomerang to throw at, at one of them. Okay, perfect. All right, now, Luann, do you want to go anywhere? Um, Luann's going to stay kind of right behind Alvaro. Perfect. And Ela, you can't move because you are... Concentrating. Concentrating on a spell, yeah. Um... Perfect. So, anyone going to do missile attacks? Luann or uh, Tihau's going to boomerang, right? Luann, yeah. are, are you planning on... Uh... Yeah, Luann's going to use her um, dart as a missile. Or her dagger, I'm sorry. Oh, you're going to throw your dagger? Yeah. Nice. Okay, Tihau, you have kind of the same issue you had before, which is... There is a giant column of roots coming down around the chest. Uh, I'll let you retcon your movement. I feel like if you moved out to this side, you'd have a clearer. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Like maybe here, probably, you'd have the clearest line of sight. That works for me. All right. So... See how let's have you roll first for your boomerang. I'm gonna say you're at a minus one still with the cover. Okay. So should I add that to the threshold, just the minus one to it? Sure, might as well. No. Let me see here. Okay, you get lucky, your boomerang does return to you. But you do miss. And Luann, why don't you go and roll? You're at a minus two, because there's a lot of roots kind of in between you and the zombies blocking your line of sight. Okay, but they're... Um, they're un undead. That's right. So you're okay. dead. Your dagger head. So I get a plus three. 
versus undead. Is it to hit? To, to hit, yeah. Nice. Okay, so you're just at a plus one with the difference then. Okay. And let's see, actually, when you throw it, it adds your dex. I mean, you hit, so I don't think it makes a difference whether it was your dex or your strength added. What is your dexterity score, though, just for my knowledge? Um, it's 13. And what's your strength score? 12. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it would have made a difference. And you hit for two damage. Your dagger sticks into the thing's chest. Um, does it say it does extra damage to or just to hit? Um, that one is just to hit. Instant plus two, okay. It does say it, I mean, it has, yeah, fire Inf damage. Inflicts fire damage, but, yeah. hurts certain foes, interesting. And then undead is one of those types. Yeah, so... Let me just have a quick look-see here. At the zombie block. I'm just gonna say that, like, it starts to catch his funeral shroud on fire. Like, slowly he starts to go up, you know, in flame from the lit dagger. So for now, he just takes the two damage, but next round he might take some ongoing damage from being aflame. Nice. Put a little fire thing on him. Awesome. Uh, they continue shambling forward. At this point, Isla's spell... Isla or Isla? Isla. 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 Isla's spell triggers and goes off. Okay, quick question about this spell. Uh -huh. Hyperborea and OSE have two different damage numbers. What does Hyperborea say? 1d4 plus 1, and then OSE is, I think, 1d6. Oh, really? Yeah, I just looked it up again to make sure I'm not crazy. Well, I put both in the character sheet. We're pretty much using the Hyperborea spells part and parcel, so we'll stick with the 1d4 plus one. That's what I've been rolling them at. Yeah, it's 1d6 plus one in the other one, so good to know. No shit. Okay, so I will do this. I lost my character sheet. Okay, I am going to... Should just have to click it on the little button because I didn't have the macro in because I wasn't sure which one. Oh, can I do it? I, how do I actually? I don't even know how. Do I just hit it, the button right next to it? Magic missile is an automatic hit, so you can just roll your damage in chat. Okay, awesome. Can I do it like this? Nice. Okay, so she like conjures, like starts like moving her fingers, like kind of like she was on the wall underneath a waterfall, and like starts they start pulsating like faster and faster and then she just like force forces all like her hands out and her fingers splay and you see like this um like i you know what i'm thinking of you remember that xbox game geometry wars <laughs> like yeah. those kind of like you know this like light like faint rainbow geometric style glow um blast this bad boy love it yeah, you know, I'm almost inclined to go back to just the OSE spell list. I don't know if it's worth converting everything, but we'll keep it as it is for now. I just like that Hyperborea has a lot more choices, that's all. 
Yeah, there's so many classic ones. And um, the other thing I, I'm noticing, the Hyperborea one versus the OSC one, it, it kind of balances out. You only get 1d6 plus, or you get the 1d6 plus one in OSC, but it only goes up to more missiles once you hit level five. Whereas I think in Hyperborea, you get a new missile every level, but I might be mistaken. I'll have to double check that. Either way, you blast the back zombie for five damage. You blow one of his arms off of his body and shatter one of the big crystal shards growing out of him. Duck. Is it still standing? It is still standing. It like it's knocked back temporarily. It is in the water, which maybe helps it stay upright. But it continues forward less an arm uh, now, only with one arm outstretched towards you. Nice. Good hit, Isla. And I believe that's everyone's turn. One thing I will say, Alvaro, I think you have a high enough strength to take a, like a defensive action. Since you know you're not going to be able to hit them this turn. You should be able to parry if you have a strength of 13 or above. I don't know if you do. You're muted, Elvira. Oh, sorry. I was like talking this whole time. Um, yeah, I do have a strength of 16. I think I'll I will do the parry. Okay, and Tark, same for you. Yeah, I'll also do the parry. Nice. So all that does is it forfeits your attack, and you add your strength bonus to your armor class for the round. So that being said, the zombie that is up on the pedestal and a flame, uh, he, you know, kind of like scrambles across the pedestal, sending gold coins scattering all into the water. Let's see if the trap goes off. And the trap whips upward beneath him. It causes two damage. It chops one of his feet off at the ankle and sends him tumbling headfirst into the water in front of you. The flames on him go out, but he is just like half underwater scrambling to stand back up. He's looking really bad. The second zombie struggles to push through the roots. He does make it to the edge of the water where he takes a kind of shambling swing at Tark's legs with his one good arm. What's your armor class, Tark? It's four. It's thirteen, right? But what's your strength? What's your strength bonus? One fourteen. Nice. Is it equal to? Can never remember. I think for AC, it's equal to. Add the attacker's bonus to the attack roll. The result is the ascending. If the hit is equal to or higher than the opponent's AC, it hits. So you take two damage, Tark. How much HP do you have? Three. Five. Oh, nice. Okay. So Tark takes two damage as it just like rakes its giant nails down your leg, Tark, like opening up the flesh on your leg. That is the zombie's turn. So does anyone? Well, you're out of spells, right, Isla? Out, fresh out. Tihai, you're not gonna. You're out of spells too, right? 
Scott? Yeah, sorry. I thought I heard somebody knocking. No worries. It's me. Well, nobody <laughs> should be knocking. That's what's confusing. That's all right. Uh, those of you that are in melee range, Alvaro and Tark, are you going to declare any melee movement as in a retreat or a withdrawal? Uh, I think I'm going to go in to attack. Okay, so you can just hold your movement for now. Yeah. Tark, you're going to stay in combat or are you going to uh, combat withdrawal? Fighting withdrawal? I think Tark's going to stay. I think Tark's going to put his hand on the bloody wound and just like rub the blood down his face and he's like <laughs> I fucking love that dude um, awesome which brings us to missile attacks uh, Luann are you ready to fire your missiles now fire your gun that is back oh no can she move and then shoot she can, yes. Sorry. Okay. I didn't ask if anyone wanted to move other than those two. Yeah, where's she going to move to? Um, I think she would move over kind of like a little further back than Tiha, but like with line of sight to... Okay. Go ahead and put your token there. Tiha, are you going to do a ranged attack again? Yeah. If there's no... If it looks like I can... Get a clear line of sight. I'll do that. Yep. Awesome. So, Luann, go ahead and roll your pistol. So, as you run back, Luann, you draw your pistol from its holster and line up a shot. Uh, let me check. I think that that it does miss. Your pistol shot bounces off the stone of the altar in the water, leaving a big chip from the stone. Tiha. She's like, damn it, Martin. <laughs> yeah, Martin's not being very reliable. Ah. <laughs> uh -huh. Nice. That, Maybe. that that is a hit. And are you attacking the closest one? I'm guessing. Yeah, I was thinking the one that was like missing a leg had been <laughs> the dagger hit. Yeah. So he like finally stands back up in the water on his one good leg, and your boomerang just like sticks directly into his skull. It does not come back because it lodges itself firmly in. Nice. And he just like sinks into the water. He's got a flaming dagger coming out of him and a and a boomerang. Um, I know I said I didn't have a uh, a weapon or mm -hmm. a spell, but okay, is it? I just have an idea, and it's okay if I can't do it. But Tia, do you still have a torch? Yeah, Tia has like four more torches. Lit a lit torch. Yeah, he's holding. A oh lit yeah, torch. yeah, yeah. I have a little a lit torch. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if this is allowed, but could I run toward Tiha and like hand, hold out my hand and be like the torch and throw the torch at the zombie? You can. Um, yeah, you can do that. He is in the water, though. You're going to waste the torch for sure. I don't know how effective it is when he's standing in waist deep water. I'd have to hit him right in the head. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would give him pretty good cover because of that. I don't get like a higher ground bonus. 
All right, mm. I will. I'll not do it. But keep in mind, I might throw a torch in the future. Yeah, I do. I love the idea, especially for a zombie. I think right now it might be a little more ineffective, though. I want to run, though. I do want to run and be like, ah, oh, look around. Everyone's gone. I'm like, okay, bye. All right, okay, I'm gonna come here. where's she gonna move to? All right. Oh, I'm gonna go save myself. Which brings us to melee, Tark and Alvaro. After you. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna do a big hit. All right. All right, what's your weapon again? Oh, oh, wait, it was a, it was a sword, but I forgot to roll. I rolled a D8, seven D20. Sorry. That's all right. Um, I would say actually, I think it's out of sword reach. But if you want to, you have a javelin oh. now, right? Yes. Oh yeah, I do. So if you... I thought like I thought I could just. Uh... Oh no, I missed the movement turn. Yeah, because that's yeah. why it happens. That's like kind of the tactical part of this. It would actually have been a better idea probably for Tiha to aim at the further away one. Yeah, that's my bad. But that's all right, because you do have a javelin, and I'll let you draw it yeah. off your back. Like, because I feel like javelins are, you know, strapped to your back pretty easy just to, like, reach and grab and stab all in one motion. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I will throw my javelin. Nice. Okay. With your 15, uh, do you have a dex modifier? Um, Minus. No, actually, wait. Yeah, no, zero. Yeah, nothing. Sweet. Okay, so that is a hit, then. You toss the javelin and it nails the thing in the head. Javelin uh, D6, right? I, I I believe so. Not 100%. I just on my character sheet, so let me just click Sasha real quick and see. I should have it on there. I want to write it on there. Here, I found it. Uh, weapon. D4. Javelin is, yeah, 1D4 damage. D4, okay. Yep. It did two. Oh, but you, do, oh, and you get hit. You get a oh, and I add my strength, don't I? Uh, for throne, you add your dex. Wait, wait. Oh, no. deck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For throne, actually, you might add your strength. I'm not sure. I like that throne, you add your strength. I think that's how, like, 5e does it. But let's see. Yeah. Blunt, I mean, miss, missile. Throne or fired weapons, greater than 5 foot distance. The distance for short. Um, It looks like you don't get a bonus. It's just the damage. Okay. Yeah, then two damage. Nice. Well, he's not looking good, and now he's looking worse. He's got a javelin protruding from his shoulder. Tark leading us to you with melee. Uh, Tark just pulls out his axe, and it just tries to do a hero swing. Straight down on its head. Nice. Oh, by the way, yeah, Tark, you have to go last in combat anyway, because you have the slow characteristic... Dude, I have rolled so bad this whole campaign. I know, dude. I feel really bad. <laughs> uh, that's a miss. Um, the zombie just, like, starts charging its crystals uh, after being hit by Alvaro's javelin. It, like, just lets out a wail as it starts glowing blue from the inside. Uh, but actually, you know what? It didn't declare any spells, so it will fire off next turn. Alright, yeah. Everyone has to declare spells before initiative. You know what? I'm going to take that back. Instead of the magic missile, because he should have declared it at the beginning of the turn, he's just going to climb up out of the water and take another clumsy swing at Tark. I really hope I don't kill you, Tark. <laughs> kill me! <laughs> Twice in one <laughs> Oh... 
I hope this doesn't happen. It's a miss, thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. If they had that hit, you would have fucking killed. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. I feel like he hits you in the chainmail. You know what I mean? All right. Anyone declaring spells? No. Tark, right. are you going to combat withdrawal or retreat? Fuck no. All right. Anyone want to move? Uh, yeah. Well, everyone can just go yeah. ahead and move their tokens where they want to move. Could I hand uh, Islam the torch since she had wanted it? Yeah. yeah. Of course. So, yeah, Tia will hand the, uh, the torch to you and then just, like, charge into combat. She's standing there holding the torch, like, oh my gosh, All right. as you run off. So, Tark, you didn't declare a fighting combat withdrawal. You can't move out of, yeah, melee. You can circle, but you can't move out. Sorry, I was moving him because I my token got stuck under him. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> did that not move? Let me try that again. Ooh. There you go. All right, Tiha charges in. Luann, you're reloading, right? Yep, moved and reloading. Isla, you don't. Isla, you don't have a range, right? Oh, I could throw the torch. Oh, that's right. You want to throw the torch? He's out of the water now, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, I put this on. I put this on my weapons sheet. I feel like I did. Okay. So it's just D twenty plus Dex. Making sure it was zero. I haven't used that yet. Here it comes. Oh. Ela lob, lobs the torch. It just like lands uh, right next to Tark and Alvaro, <laughs> like on the ground. You a thumbs up. <laughs> it does light the area up nicely for you, even though. Uh, well, I, I guess yeah, actually, you'd be just at the edge of Luann's light there, and. Throwing the torch does light up the area. Uh, bringing us to melee. Yeah. Everyone is in melee range. Why don't I'll you just, bite. Why don't you all just roll at once? Since I feel like you're gonna, one of you is gonna kill the thing. No. Let's see here. Whoa! Yeah! There we go. <laughs> nice. Tark's I think that's. Dead. I think I don't even think I needed to roll. I don't think so either. Tark, Tark splits the zombie in twain with a giant two-handed swing of his axe, and at the same time, Elvaro just like stabs it through the face with his sword. It slides off your weapons and hits the ground in two different piles. Technically, Tark should have rolled second, but who wants to deny that natural 20? Hmm. Needed it. Natty twin Zoni, yeah. I, was I had to complain until I got... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. With that, you defeated two more zombies. Hell yeah. Yay. And only one person took a hit, and it was Tark. So Luann would quickly run over and, and try to see if she could retrieve her dagger. 
Uh, yeah, that one's like floating in the water. You can pretty easily pull your dagger out of its chest. I'm assuming Alvaro retrieves his javelin as well. Yeah. I'll sheepishly pick up the torch. And Tiha pulls his, his boomerang from its head. The other good news is they set off the trap. The wire is now taut between the two statues. Yeah. I don't think that could have gone any better. Only when we get closer and see what ends in the chest. So you wade across the pool and like out to the altar there? Yeah, I think so. All right, yeah, you climb up on the altar, and it seems there is about 150 coins and uh, three pretty shabby-looking gemstones, but they're probably worth 10 GP each, so like 180 gold total. Sweet. Actually, I'm going to say 100 GP, 50 SP, then three gemstones, 10 GP each. Isla shouts, does it look like there's any parchment? Any rolled up, anything rolled up over there? Just money? Yeah, seems to be all, yeah. all treasure. We'll take it. They owe me. So Luann, if you want to carry all this treasure on you, it is going to slow you down a decent amount. So, Luann would probably ask um, Tark or Alvaro if they could help. Probably Alvaro, actually, because she doesn't really trust Tark that much yet. Alvaro, if he could help carry some of the gold. Yeah, definitely. Alvaro, are you down from stealing gold from the Royal Crypt? Oh, is this, like, ancestral gold? It's, it's definitely like a burial chest, yeah, in a crypt. Oh. Oh, no, that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so at all. Um, well, in that case, Luann does not invite Alvaro. <laughs> someone, I, think, I think if someone does, like, Alvaro's going to, like, reject it and, like, explain to Luann, like, we can't steal from... You know the deceased former rulers, and that you know will be bad luck. Their ghosts will follow us, eat sand in the afterlife, the whole thing. Luann would be like, "You're right," you know, but she would, um, after as she's like getting down, she would grab like a handful of the. <laughs> and I think Isla would say, um, "Well." It seems that we already have had some pretty bad luck and their ghosts are already trying to kill us, so... And then she swoops down and puts a few pieces in her pocket. I think uh, Tiha would grab some and be like, uh, but humans like coins. And then, like, put the coins in front of Alvaro, like, trying to just hand them to him. Or just has his arms crossed, shakes his head. You know, this isn't... You know, how, how are you going to live with yourselves, he says, if you do this thing? Tark kind of walks up and pats Alvar on the shoulder. Sorry, mate. Got eight. And he starts picking him up, too. 
He'll he'll uh Tia will hand the coins to <laughs> to Tark and then look at Alvaro in confusion. Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah. More of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then dive into the water to pick up the uh the boomerang and dagger. Oh shoot, sorry Tark, I moved you. That's right, I'm gonna put you guys back on the party screen here. Lynn would probably try to tell Alvaro that, you know, there needs to be a balance of riches, and all we're asking for is a little bit to get by so that we can help the prince. We're not taking it all. Just a little bit so that we can fulfill the, the mission for him. Mm. Feel silent judgment. <laughs> so Alvaro watches displeased he doesn't continue to argue but he watches you not happy with the fact that you're all taking the prince's coin so how do we split this up um he has like the least interested he only sees the utility uh of it as far as like humans willing to accept it for stuff. So you guys take what you want. Yeah, Luann wasn't gonna take all of it. Um, but just like the gemstones and a couple gold gold coins, she she meant to take it without everyone seeing, but she's not that sneaky, I guess. I didn't realize you were trying to be secretive. I feel like there's kind of no way to swim across this thing without everyone noticing. Uh, no, yeah. Um, so put 80 GP on my character sheet. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, I think only takes two. I think she takes, like, picks up two and is like, one for Anna and one for Nelly. And just puts him in her pocket and, like, pats it. Yeah, Tark's, like, in there, like, fishing him out of the fucking fountain and like biting him as he puts him in to make it he's like happy as a pig and shit like he's just like I'm taking all the coins um, he's Tiha <laughs> at the feast alright so the way I see this I mean I try and keep it pretty loose with the encumbrance does it calculate it for you that's nice I don't really know what the 95 means if you have less than 13 strength, you can carry about, I wouldn't say 200 coins before it slows you down a little bit. It doesn't make you useless, it just slows you down by 10. So, Luann, you probably could have carried m most of it, if that's the case, but you would be nearing your limit. Actually, I'm going to say maybe 150 if you're less than 13. If you have a 13... 14 or 15 strength, you could probably carry up to 250 coins without being encumbered. And then if you have a 16 strength or above, you can carry like 350 coins without being slowed down. Coins are fucking heavy when they're made of gold. Yeah, and in reality, I don't care if the... I don't know if... I don't know if we want the money to... Is that fun for everybody? If, like, we could still go to the, the main fund. Like, I don't care. We can still do the RP of where the money came from, but then people get to spend it because it's fun to spend your gold. I just don't want... Um, I don't really want to take more than my share. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think let's just try and like split it evenly if you're going to take all of it. Yeah, I don't mind in the RP that he took it all, but it's like, it's fun to spend gold. I don't want to take all the gold. So, Luan, you take the three gemstones and let's say the 50 silver. Yeah. And then you take the 100 GP, Tark. Cool. All right, that's probably where we'll end for the night. Sweet, I lived. All right. Once. <laughs> you guys are almost to the second floor. Don't worry, the second floor won't be as long. Hopefully it shouldn't take uh, as many sessions. I'm hoping you guys can finish this dungeon next time. So we can move on with the story. One of my goals was to create a character, so I got that one for sure. Yeah, hmm. one thing I was going to tell Julie and you, Andy, is I'm going to let you keep half of the XP from your last character as well, so you're not so far behind. I'm bowing here. We're not worthy. So yeah. I, I already put the full <laughs> amount on my character sheet. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take 50% of your other character's XP. By the way, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but some characters get XP bonuses based on their stats. That's something you should think of about at the end of each session. Each class is a prime requisite. So, for instance, the thief, I think, is intelligence. And it tells you if you get XP bonuses based on your prime requisite. So, whatever I give you the XP, you can calculate bonus XP if it matters to you. So the thief Hmm, does not every class have it? Dex, there we go. Maybe it's not for every class. The barbarian definitely gets it though. A barbarian with at least 13 and one prime requisite gains a 5% bonus to experience. If both strength and con are 16 or higher, the barbarian gets a 10% bonus. I think Dang. it goes, I think it goes for, for everyone with their prime requisite. Hold on, let me look at the abilities. Yeah, if each character class has one or more prime requisites on, on page 20. So it sounds like each class has one, at least. Yeah, so you can see it on like the class section of your sheet. If your prime requisite... Yeah, it's on page 21. It shows the little table. If your prime requisite stat is between a 13 or a 15, you get an extra 5% XP. If it's a 16 to 18, you get 10% XP. That might just be a note to make on your sheet if like to remember to calculate that when I give you XP. So like the Pally has a prime requisite of strength and whiz. So if one of you, if you either your strength or wisdom are above a thirteen, you get an additional five percent. Above or equal to? Thirteen or above. Same with the thief, but for what did I say the thief was dex? So if your dex is thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen, you get five percent bonus to XP. So what you already gave us, we You can increase that by five percent, yeah. Okay. That is correct. Um, 
I don't think that that should be fair for me right now because I didn't earn any of this XP. Yeah, but your if your character before had the prime requisite, you should add it up to that. Okay, cool. Thank you. And then moving forward, just use your new class's prime requisite. Are you, I would assume, doing that for Hyperborea classes too? I yeah. think they're wrote a little bit differently to where it's 16 or higher or nothing but yeah doing... yeah i'm fine with that if it lists your prime requisite stat you can go 13 or higher is five percent 16 or higher is ten percent okay yeah Do i have to have both of them no so if you have two prime requisites you only have to have one above 13 or above to get the five percent okay to get the ten percent you have to have both at 16 or above otherwise okay. you're just stuck at five yeah hyperborea is closer to first edition D, &D whereas we're playing we play holmes basic so, or moldvay basic rather and cook expert which is a slightly different version so there's some small rule disagreements like that we pretty much defer to ose in those cases i think so speaking of that, did anyone complete any goals? I don't think so. Nah. Since it was mostly battle and exploration. I said that uh, it might be people in danger, and I was the chance I was willing to take. And I died. Yeah, <laughs> I almost want to give you XP for dying, because one of your goals was treasure is worth risk. But that was risks to other people, right? Yeah, uh, but I mean, it was a risk to other people. It just affected me the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to give everybody 100 XP for monster killing. Woo. And then if you have the prime requisite, you can add five to that. Hundred and five. Good session, everybody. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad we're glad we're working out the kinks early. I feel like after we get out of this dungeon, we'll all be seasoned pros, and things will flow really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder what character I'll be on. <laughs> well, ho hopefully you guys will get some levels and become a little more formidable. Here's <laughs> hoping. I feel like you played the battles a little smarter this time. Like, running from the one undead where you had an easy chance to lock it away and run, that was probably pretty smart. And then everybody, like, kind of keeping their distance and waiting for them to get in range was probably and then ganging up on them once they were in range that was a little better strategy i feel like that time well also making them set off the trap that was really good that was also very smart i liked that a lot <laughs> <laughs>